Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist and your host of Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. On today's episode, we are discussing highly sensitive men. My very favorite professor in graduate school was the amazing and empowering Dr. Barbara Herlihy. She's one of the forerunners and teachers and inspirations of feminist theory in counseling and psychology. Now, back in school, when all this information, all this healing stuff was brand new to me, she shocked me by saying feminist theory is not just for women. Feminist theory is for men too. It's for the underdogs. It's for the disenfranchised. It's for the disempowered. It's for those who are struggling to be heard and to be lifted up. In the current climate of women's empowerment, I often find myself really sad and embarrassed at how men are being put down. It's a hard, tricky thing to talk about in this time where people are so reactive and angry and defensive and hurt and speaking out of their wounding. It might be hard for you to hear me speak about men if you have been violated by men. At my first professional job, my first boss heard part of my story and looked at me and said, how are you sane? How are you okay? And no one had ever asked me a question like that. And the honest to God answer to that for me at the time and is still true today was that despite all the unhealthiness that I grew up within, I happened to have a few very wonderful, highly sensitive men around me. One of the things that I know is happening in the world is that many people who were molested as children, who grow up and have children, Their way of trying to protect their children is by never, ever, ever letting them be alone with men. I understand what drives that. I heartbreakingly understand how fear drives that. I want to offer you 
a little insight there that may help you bring more balance. You've heard me talk about my highly sensitive grandpa. Definitely a strong, safe, kind, empathic male who lifted me up. He never hit me. He never hurt me. I can't think of one time where he shamed me. Sure, he got irritated and aggravated. We were kids. But I trusted his kindness and his integrity with me. Now, my mom had a friend that I still connect with when I go back to New Orleans and through the magic and positivity of social media. I'm not going to use his real name to protect his, his confidentiality, I guess, or, or his anonymity. But as a child who's my biological father left when I was a kid, which, you know, created the, the room for my stepfather to come in and, and be abusive. But within that time, as a young child, elementary school, my mom's high school friend, I'm going to call him Jim. Of course, as a kid, I did not know that Jim was bisexual. But in southern Louisiana at the time, I knew he was a different kind of man. As a little sensitive kid, as an empath, I could feel there was a different energy coming off of Jim. Jim was softer than the kind of gruff working class men that I thought of as men and masculine, right? That very stereotypical idea. Jim produced a play when I was a child. It's the first play I ever saw. I remember thinking it was magical to see people on stage. I had no idea that movies could be brought to life that way. I was enthralled by the experience of feeling the actors and seeing him do something creative. I couldn't understand why he would do that. Was that a job? It was just a passion. He was a photographer in hobby. My mother didn't take pictures of us, not, not very many. And Jim would come to school fairs and birthday parties and events and take pictures of me and my sisters. And it was always appropriate and loving, made me feel special and seen. And he'd hug us and touch us. I remember getting massages and rubbing my arm and it felt so pure and loving and good with no fear. After my first divorce, I was working in the French Quarter, pretty sad, pretty broken, my dad had been arrested fairly recently. I looked up from tending bar one day. There was Jim just standing there smiling. At the time, I was carrying a lot of shame from all that Catholicism about getting divorced, breaking my vows. As a bisexual man that had never married, he had lots of sexual encounters. And he said, Nikki, that's what grownups do. That's what adults do. You move on, you have relationships, and it's okay. You don't have to feel bad about it. And he hugged me, and he hugged me tightly. When I think of that question that my first boss asked me, why am I okay? Often my answer is because I was blessed to have highly sensitive men around me. They took an interest, and they cared for me. And that energy was completely different than the energy of the abuser. One of the things that has surprised me about emotional badass is the outpouring of highly sensitive men. Comment after comment is, I'm a highly sensitive man realizing that. Feminists, I guarantee you, the highly sensitive men for generation after generation after generation have witnessed our oppression 
just as they have felt and witnessed their own. They have been told not to cry, don't feel, toughen up. If you cry, you're the worst form of the word wussy. You're feminine. I've had so many straight, highly sensitive men say, my whole life people insisted I was gay and I'm into women. Highly sensitive men have had no protectors. Just as so many women identify as not having enough protectors, not enough encouragers, not enough validators of who we are and that we count and that we matter. For months now, I've been trying to figure out how to address my audience of highly sensitive men who feel lost and confused. And not just the men in their 50s and their 60s that are finding me. The young men the teenagers, the ones in their early 20s that are highly sensitive, that ask me questions like, am I violating a woman if I want to kiss her and I lean in and I kiss her? Is it okay for me to want to be sexual with a woman? Is that predatory? I've had young men who are having depression because they think something is wrong with their masculinity that they were just born with. We have to do better. In women's empowerment, There is no room to put anyone down. In lifting ourselves up in healthiness, we do not shame. Truth speaking is not the same as shame speaking. It has taken me my entire life to understand that my tribe in a lot of ways is less about how I look, less about my age, less about even my femininity, and more about my high sensitivity. It's why I have such a hard time sometimes in professional circles when someone asks, what are my specialties and and what is my clientele? Because I work with people who are all ages. I work with people who identify as every spectrum of gender. Highly sensitive men, this episode is so that you know that you count, you matter, you are heard. Every healthy movement under the sun needs you. You need you. Women, highly sensitive men are our allies, our advocates. All of us that are walking the earth. We all have masculine energy and feminine energy within us. If that sounds or feels crazy to you, everyone is made from male parts and female parts. Every single one of us, it cannot be denied. What we're fighting is abusive people. What we're fighting against and shining light on are the abuses of power, abuses of neglect, abuses of body, abuses of mind, abuses of spirit. I'm very confused when I see shirts like the future is feminine. I'm having questions from moms of young boys about how to answer questions about that. This movement of feminism and feminine truth speaking, it can't have a space for putting anyone down. We have to lift up young boys and young men. Because they are, naturally, the more physically powerful sex. We have to teach them about the natural physical power that they have. Women, we have to teach little girls about the incredibly 
powerful ability to be highly verbal, where men have a propensity to be highly physical. Women, we hurt often through verbal manipulation, and we must teach young girls how to be impeccable with their word so that they don't use their power of word and language against men as men don't use their physical strength negatively against women. If you have been sexually abused yourself and men scare you, in my professional opinion, it is more important that you find and connect with truly safe men to help your system learn what safe masculine energy is. It is unhealthy for us as women if we are subconsciously walking around scared of all men. That's not good. I was very scared for a long time to refer some of my females to a male colleague of mine so that they could do that work because those women resisted. They were frightened to be open, to be intimate, to be in a closed room with a man. Why I continue to encourage that is the feedback that I have received from those female clients over the years. I still get random messages that just say, thank you so much for pushing me to work with a safe man. Those women know how to walk in the world now and know that they don't have to be scared of all men. They know how to spot safe men. Those women can trust their healed intuition because their fear response has come down. They no longer have to walk the earth scared of all men. We have to get clear and we have to keep the lines of communication about these issues that are tough to talk about. These issues that have a lot of potholes to fall into, to use the wrong word, to say the wrong thing, to anger someone who still has a hurt. We have to keep this conversation open. More than any question at every workshop and every course that I get is what is a safe person? We have to be able to figure out what an unsafe man and unsafe woman looks like, feels like, sounds like, acts like. That's how we feel more safe in the world. My survivors often ask me in various ways, but if I basically sum it up, it's do you really, really feel as safe in the world as you say you do? Genuinely, I do. I'm going to talk on a future episode about how I have come to feel safe in my body and what you can do and practice in your life, in your world, so that you walk the earth emanating strength, confidence, and groundedness instead of fear. Thank you for listening with an open mind and maybe more importantly, an open heart. Processing the hard things makes us badass. Take care of yourselves. I'm Nikki Eisenhower. This is Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. Bye-bye.
at a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions. We need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On a Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts with a mindful moment. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. <laughs>